Hey guys. Hey guys. And welcome to episode 20. Episode 20. Episode 20 of a Strange Thing podcast. Zero. And I'm Mike. And I'm Austin. And we are your hosts for this auspicious, a Strange Thing podcast. Mm hmm. That's us. And you know, Austin, it's been one year. It has? This is our first program of our second year. Who'd thunk? Who'd thunk? Who'd thunk we would have made it a whole year and got 19 episodes in? Right. This is episode 20, which is a good start. Yeah. Number two for year number two, followed by a zero, which is what you are. Oh. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) No, this is actually cool because we're starting a very cool topic this week. Yeah, we are. And it's a topic. down to the nitty gritty. And everybody talks about this topic. Have you noticed that? Oh, yeah. This is like one of the most popular topics out in the world right now. Go to nerd. Yep. You can find a thousand million different podcasts on this. One thousand, one million, everybody. Yep. It's a bunch. That's a, a lot of zeros. It is. It's like a Google. That's a lot of me. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of podcasts about this topic. Oh, yeah. But we came to it from a different direction. Yeah. We got there the hard way. Yep. We came the on road a rocky less way. Traveled. It was a very rocky road. Rocky road. That got us here. We actually got here. Via school bus. No. Oh. Through petroglyphs. Petroglyphs. Yeah. Probably not the the avenue most people take. No. We had strategery because we knew on rocks there were these inscriptions, these petroglyphs that detailed strange creatures from thousands of years ago. Yep. And a lot of those mythologies that surround those petroglyphs are these strange creatures. Now we know them as a certain name. Back then, they were just known by a bunch of Native American names. Yeah. And we're going to get into all that as we go along. But right now, we're just kind of we're just kind of trying to dive we're into this it out. Topic. We're doing like a recon mission. What we want to do for our listeners is present this topic in a way that maybe that's not normal. Maybe yeah. it's not the way Let's a thousand million other mind. podcasts do it. Open up your mind. Open up your mind. Open your mind, Quaid. What? Yeah, total recall. I, I don't I don't know. What was his name? The little guy that popped out of the guy's stomach? What was his name? It was like Guano? No, that's Guano. 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 That's a Ventura. That's, yeah. Bat poop. No, no, no. Gosh. I'm gonna, I'm gonna think of this later. I'm gonna put that excerpt in right here. Open your So that was an excerpt from the original Total Recall, which is a short story written by Philip K. Dick, if you didn't know that. Flip Based on a, a short story by Philip K. Dick. He was in the Philip K. Dick. Dreams. He would Flip get Kiddick inspired dreams. By, by dreams, right? So yeah, if you want to listen to that, go back and listen to our one of our dream episodes. I don't remember which one it was, mm-hmm. but we talked about Philip K. Dick. Philip K. Dick. But anyway, this is one of his short stories produced and made into a movie. And in that scene, you have this creature comes out of some dude's stomach. It doesn't come out. It's like it's like as if a, a pregnant lady he hides it under his shirt. Yeah, as if a pregnant lady's baby like 
poked its arms out and its head, but it was still like in her skin. Yeah, it was like grown into her. Yeah, it was very weird. Yeah. Like a, like a talking tumor. cancer. It's, it's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. <laughs> it's not a tumor. But yeah, so anyway, this Quato character pops out of this guy's stomach and, and says, open your mind, Quaid. It sounds like, open your mind, yeah. Quaid. I don't even know how we got here. But it was fun watching that. that little yeah, I don't know how we got here either. <laughs> I was thinking, though, that that little creepy monster thing kind of looks like my baby son. Your your son, my grandchild, he is very cute. So he looks nothing like Kawada. Last night, I gave him a bottle. And guess what? What? He said, do, do, do. Really? Yeah. He's very talkative. Anyway, well, Quado yeah. Quaid. Quaid. Open your mind. Open your mind. <laughs> yeah. Open your mind. It, he does kind of look like a different kind of Kind of got a weird yoga. Yoga? Yoga? <laughs> yoga? <laughs> I don't know. If he's he was kind of contortion-y. He was, yeah. Maybe, maybe he's like the secret when he's planking. Quato just pops out and puts his hands down and helps him stay Do the stiff. downward dog. <laughs> yeah. And now... We're going to open our mind, Quaid, uh, Quaid and yoga. assemble the downward dog. I'm going to simply walk my knees back, letting the spine fall in line and the heart release towards the earth. <laughs> oh my gosh, we are going way, way off. I know. I okay. don't even know what we're talking Let's about. Let's reel it in. We were talking about Figbut. our new topic, which we haven't actually said the word. Right? <laughs> Figbut? I know. I was trying to keep it cryptic. Okay. In case you guys haven't guessed yet. This episode is about Bigfoot. Bigfoot. But not just Bigfoot. Sasquatch. Hairy giant things in general. Yeah. And you know what? There are literally across the world hundreds Hunnets. of these things that we here in America call Bigfoot. Bigfoot, Yeti, Sasquatch, Abominable Snowman, Sully, Skunk Ape. Yeah. Monsters I mean, Inc. Keep going. I mean, you can just keep going. And, you know, I bought some books so that we could do some little research on bought this. some books. And I printed out some stuff from the internet. I've read tons Dunta of stuff on the internet. Stuff. I've listened to a lot of podcasts. And I want to do a call out right here. Call so, out or shout out? Because calling out would be like, yo, Eminem, you can't rap. Oh, like And like a, a shout challenge. out would be like, yo, Eminem, you can rap. Oh, okay. No, no, no. This is totally a shout out. Okay. This is a shout out to a podcast that I discovered, and they are totally dedicated to cryptids, right? Cryptid. Cryptozoology, that's what they're about. That's kind of my favorite, I think. Yeah, it is. It's really cool stuff. And they're, you know, they're not just doing Bigfoot, but they started their podcast with the topic of Bigfoot. And that podcast name is Blurry Creatures. So perfect shout name. out to Blurry Creatures. With your perfect name. It is a perfect name. It's a perfect name. I mean, because you cannot focus on these things very well. Not in the pictures anyway. They are blurry. They're always blurry. So shout out to Blurry Creatures. Thank you so much for doing what you're doing. Uh, you know, I feel like you're a kindred spirit. So uh, hopefully you guys have massive success. Um, Hopefully, maybe we'll have a little bit of success. <laughs> Hopefully, we can uh, get our junk together. Well, you know what's really nice <laughs> is we do this for fun, mm -hmm. and we literally do it for fun. So we're not we don't we're not pressured. We do it for we fun, figuratively and we don't have investors. Nope. We don't have people that have sponsored us that are demanding a certain kind of you know viewership or mm -hmm. listenership. Which would be a good time to pause for our first sponsor break. Beep. 
Hey guys, this is Austin from A Strange Thing Podcast. We just wanted to take a moment to tell you about one of our favorite sponsors, which apparently is... Ourselves! (laughs) And Dot's Pretzels! Oh yeah, those pretzels are way good. They don't really sponsor us, but we wish they would. We love you, Dot's Pretzels. Dot's Pretzels? They are the pride of North Dakota. They are. Are they from North Dakota? They're from North Dakota. North Dakota? North Dakota. They're so good. I mean, sometimes I just get them out of the bag. I just lick, lick them. Lick yeah. the salt and garlic. And then put them back in so they collect more salt. You can lick them again later. And then my wife picks them up and she goes, these aren't very good. They're not very salty. And I'm like, yeah, it's because I suck <laughs> the salt off of them. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Anyway, finish your uh, sponsorship. Also, generic brands of tequila... And <laughs> Irish whiskey. Yeah, and beer. And some beer that yeah. we like that's yeah. usually dark. We're just going to say thank and you camping. for sponsoring us with your product, not with your money. There you go. We support you by buying your goods and enjoying them. And that sponsors us by making us be creative. Sponsors are mind brain. Mind sponsors. That's right. <laughs> right. After, back to the, yeah. the show. Okay. Back to the show. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, sponsors. So, yeah, we have we have a unique perspective because we're not pressured by anything like that. And we don't really care how many listeners we have. We want people to listen to us because otherwise this would all be in vain. Right. I, th- I think it'd be fun... Just to have this recorded, and in 20 years, my kids will be like, remember that time Pop Pop and Dad just went off the rails yeah, about just Sasquatch? Weird. <laughs> really weird people. Now we know what that was all about. So we're just doing it for fun yeah. and enjoying ourselves. Yeah. And taking you along for a ride if you choose to go. And sharing our weird point of views. I thought you were going to say wisdom, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Weird. Well, anyway, we have fun, and we're glad that we can do this topic. My entire life, I've had a memory of believing or thinking about Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. So, what really made this whole Bigfoot thing famous, in my mind, from my perspective, I don't know about generally in the world, but for me, personally, Mm -hmm. was I saw that video by Patterson Gremlin. I I think those are the guys. Patterson Gimlin. Gimlin. Gremlin would be a better name for a cryptozoology guy. Yeah, I like that girl in that movie, Gremlins. Yum, yum. (laughs) What was her name? Phoebe Cates? Yum, yum. Phoebe, yum, yum. (laughs) Yeah, Phoebe Cates, you had a big impact on my growing up, I must say. (laughs) Hi, Brad. You know how cute I always thought you were. But that's all we'll say about that. Anyway. We'll call it a little impact. <laughs> Phoebe Gimlin. No, Patterson Gimlin. <laughs> See, I'm all Phoebe messed up. Gimlin. Yeah, Phoebe makes me flustered. Phoebe makes me flustered. Yeah, I'm very flustered about Phoebe. Anyway, <laughs> Patterson Gimlin, they, they came out with that video mm-hmm. or a movie. It wasn't a video. It was a film. I think it was a short Psst. It was section a, of film. It was a section of film Almost shot at like 16 or 18 frames per second um, of a creature walking famously. That's where we all the artwork that you see is that famous pose. Pretty much, yeah. Of him walking with his arms swinging back. His arms kind of like back, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that film clip, I don't even remember when I saw it, but I was young. I was probably, it was probably in the... 70s, mid 70s, I saw Mm -hmm. that. And I don't know if I saw it at school. I don't know if I saw it on TV. I don't know. I think it was one of those like assemblies you had. They would bring people around and they'd show like weird 
videos or movies. Okay. Sometimes they were scary, like Science Tales of the Crypt. type thing. Or, oh, like. Yeah. Or the ski movies. They had these uh, guys that would come around and they'd show these like ski movies. Yeah, this oh, guy. that famous skier dude. To, yeah, and he'd do movies this. and they'd do uh, assemblies at high schools and junior highs. Mm-hmm. And I, it might have been something like that. Right. But I saw that clip and that captured my imagination. And this was, I think it came out in 1968. I think it was shot in 1967. Bounder. Or 1968. So, I was probably 12, 13 years old. And I saw that mind blown. There's big monkeys in the woods. And that's when that's when I started thinking about it. And there wasn't a lot of like Bigfoot paraphernalia or artwork. Yeah, it wasn't like a, it a, was a, a pop culture icon back then. No, that started it, I think. Probably. And then you started seeing things occasionally. And then Bigfoot, there'd be like the big pictures of the big footprint in the ground. Yeah. Or somebody had the done casts. a cast of yeah. them. And then you had that famous movie that came out called Harry and the Hendersons. Mm-hmm. What if we've just rendered an entire species extinct? One of a kind. This thing could really be worth something. I don't believe you just said that. Oh, come on, man. It's all in how you look at it. And I think that came out in the, what, 90s? I don't know. I, don't know. I was born in the 90s. I don't remember nothing We'll have to Google that. We should be more prepared. But we didn't want to... We didn't want to have too much information. This episode's kind of like a very overarching view of Sasquatch. Yeah, we are totally feeling Sasquatch out right now. We're feeling him up. Because... Everybody has ideas and perspectives of their perceptions of Bigfoot, and we do too. Mm-hmm. And we want to share that because that's something you don't hear much about when you you know you listen to these podcasts. They go right into like the cryptozoology stuff, all the facts surrounding everything, which is really awesome. But for us, being hacks and just kind of doing this for fun, a lot of what's important to us is the thoughts behind it. Yeah. Why does this capture my mind? Why do I find this strange? Why do I think about it? Why do I want to buy every piece of Sasquatch artwork or paraphernalia right. that I see on the internet? <laughs> you know? What is it? What's that draw? It's weird. Good marketing. It's terrible marketing. It's not good marketing. <laughs> I, you know, I see stuff I uh, So, okay, I've joined Facebook groups, you know, Sasquatch names and Bigfoot names. And every one of those groups on Facebook has like, I don't know. 10 different people that loves to draw Sasquatch pictures or paintings. Right. Some are really good. Social distancing. Yeah. Champion. 1986 (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. So there's all this stuff there and people are showing their Bigfoot tattoos that they have tattooed on them. I would get a Bigfoot tattoo. That'd be sweet. It would be kind of cool. On my butt. And then we did one. We did the, uh, with Bigfoot wearing a strange thing mask. A mask, yeah. You know, and crying a big tear. (laughs) Because because the world is in such sorrow right now. But anyway, (laughs) it's it's just a weird thing to me to see that people snatch that stuff up. Yep. And it's not just Sasquatch or Bigfoot. You've got the Abominable Snowman, all your Monsters, Inc., yeah, yeah. Stuff mm-hmm. from your eclectic nonsense over there. Yeah, on the wall. Yeah. Solely. Solely is The main like character, a, he's like a, a big, blue, Bigfoot. purple dotted... Sasquatch. Bigfoot with horns. And then the, he they go to the Himalayas and meet the snowman, the, the abominable the snowman. There. And yeah. he says, welcome to the Himalayas. Yeah. Welcome to the Himalayas. 
And he has the snow cones, and he's like, no, it's lemon. Anyway, he's the, the giant monkey man all over the world is like an endeared uh, character. Yeah. Whether it's, you know, the Pacific Northwest where it's super popular, you know, you got bumper stickers, you've got... You know, Sasquatch carrying a flag, doing the peace sign. You've got Sasquatch with a galaxy color around him walking across your window in your car. Have you seen the one where there's a Bigfoot running through the forest and the forest is on fire behind him and he's got an armload of bunnies and I think I have seen that. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's perfect. I love that, you know. So, without any real knowledge of... Bigfoot, people have turned him into this thing of what they want him to be in their mind, which is, well, we're close to Oregon, right? We're close to Washington. And there's a lot of people there that are very, uh, I don't even know, what do you call them? You you used to call them granola Granola, or Woodstock, you know. Lumbersexuals. Yeah, they're really into, you know, nature and all of that. So they've kind of embraced Bigfoot or this ideology of Sasquatch as like this Kind of the fairy of the Free forest. Free spirited backpacking, yeah. mountain climbing adventure. I think he's like the spirit of adventure. Right. And he's a good guy. He's a, he's likable. Yeah. And then I don't know how many of my friends, and a lot of them are ladies, they are infatuated with Bigfoot, the concept of Bigfoot. Big hairy man. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's because the presentation of him, like in Harry and the Hendersons, is that he's warm, he's nice, he's got a good personality, he wants to do what's right. It's everything he's misunderstood, you know, all these things. He just wants to be loved. Yeah. And I don't know if that kind of comes through or if it's the mystery of it, the unknown of Mm -hmm. it that's appealing. But. They love him. They they buy shirts that have him on it. Oh, yeah. We talked about iconography and stuff, and it's like a, a – see your shirt right now. It says, best pop ever, Coca-Cola shirt. It's like an icon of, of a generation. It's like a – it doesn't mean anything, really, but it's like a symbol that kind of represents nothing a other than – It's or- the area or the era that you grew up in. It's kind of a way to represent an era or an area. In the Pacific Northwest, specifically, Idaho and mm-hmm. Oregon and Washington and it's and got Northern California. It's got all these thick woods and it's kind of a unique area with a lot of weird, strange things kind of happening around there. Mm-hmm. There's even podcasts about stories that happen in the, the Pacific Northwest. Sure. And yeah. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, he kind of like I kind of just embodies all that. He becomes a symbol. Of He's that. like a symbol of this area. And people like it because it's almost like it's a token of who we are. A representative character. Yeah. It's like... Like Oregon has totally uh, embraced this. I don't know yeah. if you've seen some of their travel and marketing um, campaigns to get... Sasquatch holding a doobie. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but they're really well done, you know, travel to Oregon. Yeah. Visit Oregon. It's that kind of th- stuff. And it's really, really cute. Mm-hmm. And it's got bunnies and it's got deer bunnies and they live and in deer. perfect yep. harmony. And they're out in the wilderness with breathtaking views. And Oregon is, you know, I mean, I got to admit, Oregon is a beautiful state. Yep. Almost as beautiful as I know. Almost. So what is it about this idea of Bigfoot? That's, you know, really captured the hearts and minds of people in like, in probably in the 70s, late 60s when this video came out. And then it just exploded. Mm-hmm. 
so you have this, like we're talking about this kind of euphoric kind of view of Bigfoot, where he's a good guy. Gentle-hearted. Mystical. But that is the top side of the coin. If you flip the coin over. You get his butt. (laughs) And you start looking at the Native American histories of giant hairy creatures. They weren't necessarily called Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Although I guess the name Sasquatch is derived from a Native American tribe. I always... When I, I don't know if this is true because I haven't researched it, but Sasquatch and Sasquatch, Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? For some reason, seems like those two would be related. I don't think that's correct, but it sounds really good. Doesn't it sound legit? I, I think it's out there. And I think Canadians just being weird. But that could be fake news. <laughs> you got to be careful of fake news. It's not news. fake news. It's made up BS <laughs> is what it is. I didn't hear it anywhere. I just said it. <laughs> but so I bought a couple books and I've done a little bit of research, but I haven't dug too deep because I don't want to, I don't want to like distort my brain yet on what Bigfoot is. Mm -hmm. I kind of want to let that develop as we do our investigations through it. Um, But the Native American view on giant hairy creatures is not a good one. Most of the time, um, they are cannibals. Yikes. They kill members of other Indian tribes. They're not good things. They're giants that do bad things and usually they eat people. Now, That is also the same kind of legend that's in other areas too, like, well, where the yetis are. Yetis aren't always good creatures. Or good coolers. Yeah. I mean, you have everything happening from being, you know, eaten by a yeti to being raped by a yeti to be, you know, drug into a cave and beaten. And then, you know, then somehow miraculously somebody escapes so that they can tell about these creatures doing this. You know, there's like all this weird stuff around Bigfoot and it's not all good. Giant forest creatures. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bipedal forest creatures. That eat other humans. Or beat. Yeah. And I don't know if you were with us, you know, if you've listened to our last couple episodes, but we kind of touch on some other aspects of this. So we... (laughs) Even... Even though we've been skirting around the idea of Bigfoot and trying to, knowing that we were driving our way towards the this conversation, um, you couldn't help but notice that there are a lot of like supernatural elements that come into play. Bigfoot constantly has supernatural things. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, well, he's got a, a, a interrupter for when people are taking video or... Yeah. He can disappear on on command, or he lives in another dimension and only comes here for feeding, or, you know, silly things like that. Right. So. I mean, okay, so think about it. You know, there have been literally hundreds of thousands of reportings of Bigfoot throughout the world, or Sasquatch, or that same creature, whatever you want yeah. to call it. Photographs. There's been lots of photographs taken of them. They're blurry all photographs. blurry. They're all blurry. Shout out again to blurry. Blurry creatures? Yeah. But they're also has never been any real solid evidence found. We haven't found a Bigfoot body. Nope. I mean, you see those Although things. if I get the opportunity, I might make one. <laughs> but, you, you know, you do see the stuff from like Area 51 where they found the alien bodies mm-hmm. and supposedly it's true. There's some of that stuff out there about Sasquatch that, oh, yeah, we got him, but then the government swooped in it. and they hauled him away in a giant helicopter. Mm-hmm. We talked about that with the uh, our last episode in the, the uh, giant of thing. Kandahar. Kandahar. And the giant that was killed there and the a giant helicopter came in, loaded him up in a cargo net and took him off, never to be seen again. Was a giant driving the giant helicopter? 
No, he was dead. They shot the... No, like a different giant. No, it was just a military guy. And in oh. fact, the, one of the pilots of the helicopter supposedly has given his story out in the media. Is his story called Picking Up Hairy Dudes in Afghanistan? No, <laughs> I, I I don't even know what he calls it. I just know that I've I've seen it. If you go out on the internet and search Giants of Kandahar or the Giant of Kandahar, you're going to find a kind of an illustrated, almost a graphic novel kind of look That's of the cool. story. And it will kind of go through the whole thing. That sounds cool. It's kind of fun. Uh, maybe I, if I can, I'll find the link and post it up. Is it a video website. or like a click through? It's kind of a, it's a video, but it's got, so it's got narrative, but the actual animation is very like frame Chappity. by frame, like a right. graphic novel. Nice. Yeah. Like yeah. the Patterson Gimlin film. Yeah. Kind of, no, that's 16 frames per second, man. Or maybe 18. Some people dispute that it was shot in 18. But anyway, that's a whole different thing. We're not getting into that yet. We're nope. staying high level, buddy. We're high at 10,000 feet view. Yep. We're probing our hearts and thoughts of what Bigfoot means to us right now. That's what this is what about does, right now. What does Bigfoot we're, mean to me? We're going to get into the other stuff. But this episode is about, you know, what's the perception of Bigfoot? And asking the question, why are people so interested in it? And why do people buy so much merch? We should create some merch so that we could sell it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Big shoes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, which but right now I'm just going to say because we've got time. If you send us your story about your encounter with Bigfoot, we would love to hear it. If you have a story, oh, yeah. we would love to hear that. And we will send you swag. And I guarantee you that swag will be Bigfoot themed. My dad's an artist. He'll custom draw. Yeah, and I did that one. We were going to hand him out at uh, SquatchCon Squatch Con. 20, and they canceled it because of COVID. COVID. Yeah. Ugh. But anyway, so yeah, we'll, we'll send out some swag, and you can get famous. Or- it has to be a semi-legit story. Don't just send me a- No. One time, I was hiking, and I saw Sasquatch. Got, you got to give me some meat. Give it, me some treasures. It needs to be true. And also, I'm going to talk to... Well... I have a Facebook friend who walks in some hills and finds or has found a lot of evidence of what she believes is a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch living down in Southern Idaho. That's pretty crazy. So I'm going to get some of that information and throw that out there. Really nice lady. I don't know. How do you unpack this? What do you do with this concept of Bigfoot? Oh, so first off, let's, I think we should give our own opinion of Bigfoot. Yeah. Like what's your service level opinion of Bigfoot? Sasquatch, Bigfoot. Let's let's stick with Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest where we're at. What's okay. locally and and before we started doing all this weird research, what was our thoughts yeah. about Bigfoot? Mm-hmm. Okay, so as a kid, I wanted him to be true because I thought it was cool, mm-hmm. but I was terrified of him. You know, I remember going up to Oregon and visiting an uncle up there and walking through the forest, and I was afraid that Bigfoot was going to jump out. Just jump out. And yeah. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So, in my <laughs> mind as a kid, you know, I I believed that there was this creature and that for whatever reason, he was very mysterious. He wasn't like a bear. He wasn't like a mountain lion. He was rare. A rare bear. He was a rare creature that who knows why he existed. And then as I aged and got older, you heard other stories and he kind of, you know, blended in with that whole mythology of a Bigfoot and Indian legend and UFOs and all of this weird stuff that was just this kind of mystical side science fringe fringe kind of deal. And so in high school, you know, I'd go out and I'd have thoughts when I would go out 
you know, riding my motorcycle in the woods or fishing in a remote place, you know, I'd have a thought, what if Bigfoot walked through there? <laughs> so even though he wasn't proven to exist, he existed in my imagination right. and in my possibility of what was existing. And so it was a weird deal. And then as I got older, you know, and I saw the all the people drawing pictures of him, I was interested in him from that standpoint. It was like a cool concept, kind of like, like a culture point of view. Yeah, like Greek mythology and Zeus and, you know, those creatures mm. that were always you know, brought into existence through the creativity of a, a screenwriter or something. Right. And then you had when it came out with Harry and the Hendersons, you know, and that was, was like it, a anthropomorphized yeah. fake thing. And it kind of gave him a different side. Be- prior to that, he was a scary creature, possibly dangerous. Right. But when Harry and the Hendersons came out, all of a sudden, Bigfoot was a good guy. He had a lot of integrity. Yep. He a was lot of nice. Like, Inquisitive. Yeah. And he <laughs> loved people. He loved life and all these good things. So right. he got all these good characteristics. And I guess I hoped that that would be true if there was a Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. You could have a Bigfoot pet. Yeah. So, you know, and then you kind of just see all this stuff coming out over the years. More and more people mm-hmm. put, you know, bumper stickers or the little decals on the back of their car windows or whatever. Or you see people wearing T-shirts or a baseball cap. And... And then somewhere in there, probably in, I don't know. I don't even know when this happened. Last but few years. Then he started getting blended with like aliens. Yeah. I figured you were going there. And you see, you saw a lot of like drawings of like a Him Bigfoot. getting abducted in a spaceship. Yeah. In a ray of light. Yeah. He's this silhouette of it. And you're like, well, that's kind of weird. Or he lives in the hollow earth and he's bidimensional or something. Transdimensional. Yeah. And then, so then you go into when we started our podcast, and then we started talking about strange things uh, surrounding like cattle mutilations. And then all of a sudden, there was a tie in there with like people seeing like cows giving birth to like Bigfoot like creatures. <laughs> and then your mind starts blowing. You're like, what's going on here? Then you get into the governmental conspiracy part that mm-hmm. maybe the government is involved with the toleration Sasquatch or existence of these giant creatures. And then you get into not only that, then you start combining in like thoughts about the fallen angels and the Nephilim and mm-hmm. the and the disembodied spirits and all of that. And then it just goes totally crazy, weird. And then it, it's like, now it's like, in my mind, I have no idea what to think about it's it. It's just an uh, apparition. Oh, and then there's that too. Yep. It, it, it's just like- I didn't mean to guide you there, but I was saying he's just a thing, like a vapor in your mind. He's like a like maybe a holographic kind of, or maybe he's a presentation of something that's actually in a different dimension that can cross over occasionally. Like, Why do you not find their bodies? Like the upside down. Do they not die? things. Do they live forever? No. Obviously, they died. So, do they eat their dead? Do they bury them? Do they bury Some them? special underground place? Do And then you have all the reports of people digging up giant bones that the Smithsonian swoops in and steals and takes back to their giant underground warehouse bunker where they hide all the true information of what was happening before, you know, the Dark Ages. Interesting. It's weird. It is weird. So, I mean, you can go way, way down this rabbit hole. But in my mind, it was just 
it was just kind of a fun thing to think about with the possibility, right. the titillation that maybe this is actually real. So, okay. How about you? So I, I have a picture here. I took this picture, not because of Sasquatch, but because of, um, just memories I had at this place. And I'll show you the picture right here. You can see that, that sign. Cape Horn Lakes Bradley Scout Camp. Do you remember Bradley Scout yeah, Camp? Yeah, I used to go there regularly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Camp Bradley. Every summer, Camp Bradley was like my favorite thing. Did you see a Sasquatch? They used to do this thing called the Sasquatch hike. And I don't know what... If they had megaphones or elk bugle tubes, now looking back as a hunter, I'm like, that might have been elk bugle tubes. But they used to make these shrill, high-pitched squeals. Mm -hmm. And they would have all of the Boy Scouts put their knives or whatever in a bucket. And then we'd, at night, and it's dark, and we we go up on this long hike, and there's So why'd you put your knives in a bucket? I I guess at one point somebody freaked out and stabbed somebody or something. Yeah, that's that's bad. Safety first, Boy Scout motto. (laughs) (laughs) But I I remember going on this hike. That's kind of like the first time Sasquatch was a thing. I knew him as like a character, but I was a weird kid. I was watching Jurassic Park at like two, right? So monsters didn't bother me. But this this hike is where the first time where I was like, oh, this could be a real thing. And we go on this hike and we'd get to the top of this hill and then there'd be like this loud noise and everybody'd run back down. It would be mayhem for a little bit. And it was the point was to scare you. It was like a fun Yeah. An evening like a of, haunted house. Yeah. But the adventure and yeah. you know, yeah, scariness. And and Boy Scout teen spirit kind of thing, you know? <laughs> Bonding. Moments. Yeah. And this is weird because I don't think I've ever held a man's hand. <laughs> Except for this. <laughs> but it was so dark, too. <laughs> I'm pretty hold, sure. Hold me, We're like please. Hold around. me. Yeah, it was pretty funny. But uh, That was last year. Yeah, he was, was 22. Last year. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. But uh, no, I, that's kind of like my first Sasquatch thing. So he, from the time he wasn't a cartoon character, mm-hmm. he was like a scarier thing. What's the first memory you have of a potential Bigfoot? Understanding what not necessarily that it's real, but that that you remember that somebody was talking or showing a picture of a Bigfoot. I think the first time I can guarantee Bigfoot was a part of my conversation was at that camp. At Camp Bradley. But I know And that would have been what, twelve? Probably. Thirteen, nine, ten, somewhere. But I know for a fact that before that, I knew I had an idea of what Bigfoot was, maybe mm-hmm. from TV shows or you or whatever. But I knew there was like this big monkey character that would, would appear in cartoons or whatever. So mm-hmm. I knew kind of a generic idea of what he was. But the first time I can guarantee I knew and I saw and I, you know, had this Sasquatch memory is, is at that camp mm. at that time. And then after that, it became more like a a representation of my personality, like wanting to go look at things and being creative and and liking the outdoors and you know like this yeah. podcast. Yeah, I I want bumper stickers of it. I want it to be like a a thing. Do you ever right? want it? Did you want to see him? If I, I saw him, Bradley, did, I mean, have you wanted to actually find him, or is it more like you almost don't want to because? It's more the thought of him is funner than maybe what actually the reality of him may or may not be. The thing for me 
is I'd like to see him. And I know I might get some flack for this, but I'd like to put a 10 millimeter bullet in his head. But what if it's like a, what if it's like, I don't care. I don't care what it is, but I would be famous and I would make a lot of money (laughs) because I killed a big animal that nobody else has killed before. But that's like killing a giant elephant. How do you know? Well, because. What if it attacked me? Well, elephant. Well, okay. That's, that's, that's okay. No, that's self-preservation. That's self-defense. Yeah, but that's also okay. you make a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, you're you're walking through the woods. You look over, and there's giant Harry, and he's out there with his wife, and they're having dinner with their little child, or two. Maybe they have two, and they're out there and they're having a picnic, out in the you know out in the clearing, and you have your your rifle. Do you shoot? I would draw my rifle. I'd be like, why do you add an extra syllable to picnic? And then <laughs> I like, did. That's why. And then picnic. I would say, You're gonna let me take a picture of you. What if a gun? What if he's multidimensional and transdimensional and a gun has no effect on him? Then at least I'll have a good story. What if you're dead? Then at least I'll be dead. I don't have to deal with it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, uh, personally, okay, here's a good time. I don't think he's that real. I don't think he's a, a You don't think he thing. exists. I don't think he exists. But if he did, I would love it. I wouldn't really kill him. Unless he attacked me, I'd kill him. Well, so but, here's a weird but thing I about- would, I would be super excited and I would want to take pictures and it would be like a, a, a life-changing moment, right? Here's the thing about me and the whole existence question. Because that's that's huge. I know, you know, we do a strange thing podcast. We want him to exist mm-hmm. because he, it's a strange thing. It'd be great. But looking at it from a kind of more of a scientific view, I guess. So you have all this time. Well, I say all this time, but you have stories going back thousands of years in Native American history. I'm just talking about the region that we know. Mm-hmm. And then you have... People having encounters all across the United States, well, all over North America, right? And they're talking about this as it's a real thing. They are believers because they have seen it, heard it. And there are all these examples and classifications. There's all these people studying it. And there are all these reports. So let's just say, and I don't know, I'm I'm guessing there are hundreds of thousands of those reports over the last 30 years. If 90... 5% of them are totally made up and fabricated. That would still leave 5% or 5,000 incidents that have some kind of validity. It would only take one. It would only take one. It would only take one proof. Yeah. But it's all anecdotal. It is. Anecdotal means nothing to me. Unless it's my anecdotal evidence. Well, it's like UFOs. You have people seeing this stuff. There's no evidence. But you have the stories over and over and over and over and Mm -hmm. over again. So maybe way back. Okay, let's play this out. Way back, a Native American Indian family, a father is trying to teach his kids to not be out late because there's predators. There's bears, there's cougars, there's wolves, Mm -hmm. there's coyotes, whatever. There's And and so how does he keep them in? They don't run into a cougar very much. They don't run into a coyote very much. They're not scared. They got a knife and a little pretend bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. What if he dresses up as like a giant hairy Covers creature? Covers himself in leaves and stuff. And combines that with the legends and mysticisms of the tribe about these 
these creatures that love to eat little Indian make, children. Make scary noises and chase your kids and howl. Yeah, I bang do that on trees and howl and scare. And, and then all of a sudden, you don't have to worry about your kids going out and getting eaten by I a bear. a lot of folklore is made that way. We talked about that with uh, the uh, water babies. Right, exactly. On the, yeah. Yes, one of our stay away from water. Water's water. dangerous, especially at night. Water's dangerous, especially if there's a current. And you kind of mm-hmm. like build up this... Stay away from the water or a little baby might jump in and grab mm-hmm. you and pull you under and, you yeah. know, take you away. So, you have that. Maybe it's, maybe some of it's that, mm-hmm. you know, but it's fun to think about. Oh, it's super fun. But then, you know, we got into the weeds with the whole fallen angel things and the Nephilims and the possible disembodied spirits mm-hmm. and the need for a body or a home for a spirit to live in. Right. So that it wasn't like floating around. And we talked about how, you know, when Jesus would cast out a demon, that he told the story that those demons, it was painful for them to not have a body. And they longed to get back into a body. Right. The piggies. Right. So, yeah, they run into the herd of pigs and they run down and drown themselves. But, which is weird. But anyway, what if it's something like that? What if it is a, some kind of technology that allows disembodied spirits to have a home like uh like space jam like space monkeys right instead of okay or so the other one is what if these are the offspring of the nephilim we talked about this one of our previous episodes where you have these Thor comes down and these fallen beings pocahontas you can call them fallen angels or fallen Elohim, fallen gods, whatever you want to use as the word for Elohim. And they come down and they see that human women are beautiful and they procreate with them and they have these offspring. And in the Bible and in the Book of Enoch, they're called the Nephilim or the Raphaim. Mm-hmm. And these were hugely large, strange beasts that had a giant appetite for violence. Cannibal legends are also mixed in with them. Right. So in the Bible, you have the story of Og, you have the story of, of a Goliath. And so you have all these weird stories about these giant creatures that were the offspring of these, you know, these fallen gods or fallen angels. Is that what these are? And they're kind of like disformed. Maybe they're extra hairy or they're extra big or they're extra mm-hmm. strong. I, I, I think and they too, can like be extra smart. Bridge trolls too. Yeah, bridge trolls. And they come out and they're like, mm, eat mm-hmm. your belly. Yeah. The stories of trolls, the Germanic legends of trolls and those yep. kinds of creatures that would eat babies or eat young children. Yeah. I mean, they permeate history. And they're all over the world, too. I don't know yeah. about like African culture so much. I'm sure they have the same kind of legends. Some that would be kind called of something different. But even like a Native American stuff like skinwalkers and stuff mm-hmm. where there are these creatures that can take on the forms of different. So you have shapeshifters. Yeah. Is it a shapeshifter? Is that a, a trans-dimensional being that can kind of phase in and phase out of our dimension? Right. It doesn't make him any less real if that exists. It's just something we can't understand and perceive exactly right. So there's that angle. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are like dozens of ways that you could try to interpret this stuff. So you could go biological for Bigfoot. Yeah, crypto. He's, he's, a, crypto. A, he's a sneaky, sneaky animal that's above the intelligence of a typical forest animal. Or a, maybe of a, an ape. Maybe he's advanced beyond he's that. He's the missing link ape. type thing. Yeah. Could be. You could be a biological aspect. You could be a spiritual aspect, which would be like he's, you know, like we've been talking 
the the son of a man and an angel, and it creates mm-hmm. this being that's either transdimensional or you know you, you got right. this this weird purple woo woo type purple woo woo purple. <laughs> What are you thinking about? You've got this weird kind of woo-woo type mystical, magical, realmy. He said woo-woo. woo-woo. You got to dig yourself out of that one. I'm not <laughs> digging myself out of a woo-woo. <laughs> Jeez. At least I didn't say hoo-ha. No hoo-hahs. We're not talking about hoo-hahs. And then there's a aspect of it being like a mechanical type thing or like a a uh, clone or uh, or like a yeah. a technological advancement that is used by a cyborg or type thing yeah what do they call that where a synthetic synthetic yeah, yeah synthetic. like the grays are are considered the yeah. gray aliens are considered to be like robot type well, see and there's another connection worker synthetic ants. possibility of like some of the aliens that are these are synthetic bodies for these disembodied spirits like in independence day yeah. where my face stars as randy quaid and he's like, and it, it's like there's this big octopus type monster, but inside is a small alien that pilots oh, the dry, this yeah. this yeah. biological, so biomechanical, biomechanical. So biomechanical, and then you have synthetic, and then you have well, and then also you have the uh, idea that the genetic manipulation of hybrids or chimeras. Okay. And that would require extreme tech, which, you know, a lot of people, you know, they speculate that the anti-Diluvian world or pre-Noah's flood, that there was extreme technology brought down by these Nephilim angels or these fallen Elohim. I would lump that into my my technological except for the difference on this is that they weren't the spawn of the coetus of humans and elohim they were the result of scientific manipulation of dna we'll call that the jurassic park theory yeah the jurassic park theory (laughs) so there is that because and I, i bring that up because in our cattle mutilations episode we talked about the possibility of the government being involved in a cover-up that we're using bovine DNA, which is very similar for testing right. to human DNA, to create basically clones or bodies for yeah. these spirits. Maybe in trade for secret information on tech for space travel or for creating a flying saucer that can defy gravity. Maybe these things have information on technology, but they need humans. They need reality. They need people in this dimension to help create the bodies that they can inhabit. That's like a combination of the last few. That is. But yeah, I get you. But it's really it's cool. Like, it's so I mean it's it's bingo. the best. It's Bigfoot the- DNA. <laughs> It is like the best combination of sci-fi, fantasy, history, mythology. It's like Blade Runner meets Jurassic Park meets a poltergeist or uh, the exorcist. <laughs> the exorcist. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, let's just say that Flip K. Dick, Flip Flip Dick. K. Dick would totally get off on this kind of conversation. And I know, you know, we're being extreme. We're going way far on this. Getting crazy. But that's the fun of this. That's why we call this podcast a strange thing is because, I mean, these things are strange. And I love the the freedom to talk about strange things. 
I don't necessarily believe that. I mean, if you see me on the street, don't come up and punch me in the face because you think I'm some whack beard. Mm, whack beard? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're weird just for saying that. Well, I got a beard. That's I'm a whack weird. beard. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have the freedom and not only the freedom, but I almost think the way my brain works, I'm supposed to think about this stuff. Yeah. I can't help it. It's fun. It's fun, but it's just what happens. It just does it. Well, you know, Austin, this is going to be a really fun series. We're going to go over a lot of different angles and thoughts about Sasquatch, and, and it's really going to be fun. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that people will share their stories with us. Because one thing I want to do is do like a whole episode that just features people's stories. Yeah. Just real stories that people have sent us that aren't Bigfoot stole my candy bar. And that's the end of the I story. Heard one, I heard one today. I'll tell it right now. Okay. Tell it. This guy, he's walking with his friend. It's dark and they were shooting rabbits or something. I don't know. They're coming back to the house. They're in the woods. I don't remember the exact location. And he says he heard a noise behind him and he saw something on all fours that was darker than the, than the darkness around it. Uh-huh. And then as they were running, getting closer to the house, they looked back and it was standing upright like a human and it had glowing eyes. And then they ran into the house. It's like, have you ever seen a black bear? <laughs> like, like, yeah. Black so, bears will get jet black. They'll stand up. They'll look at you. And any predator, almost any animal, predator specifically, you shine a light in their eyes. They'll they're going to shine like They're going to glimmer. Yeah. Especially when you get closer to their house where the lights are as a bear. But if you saw something, heard something smelled something um there's a whole category list of bigfoot um, phenomena like they'll rank it as like well this is like class a class b or <laughs> no level i got one, you. Level we two. should go over those eventually yeah. yeah we'll get into that we're gonna do all that but i would love for people to just chime in if they don't have a bigfoot story as far as like their experience with it i would love to hear their experience with the idea of bigfoot mm-hmm yeah, you know, what did what triggered you? If you're a Bigfoot lover, why do you love Bigfoot? Right. I'd love to hear the story of your memories, what your thought processes are. Because you don't hear that stuff. You hear about, yeah. well, this is the science of Bigfoot. Or this science. is what the stories of Bigfoot. Yep. But what about the people? What do you think of? What have you experienced that makes Bigfoot something that, that you want to know in. about? Yeah. yeah. Like why that. do you love it? I'd yep. love to hear those stories. And I don't want to discourage somebody from sending something in. Well, maybe what we should say <laughs> is if you have something you think is Bigfoot worthy mm -hmm. to share, send it. Right, right, Let's right. just say that. There you go. Yeah. That's so nice. send in your stories, send in your pictures. Go to my story at astrangething.com. Tell us about why Bigfoot is something that you are think interested about it. in. Yeah. And definitely send us a story where you've encountered such a beast yeah and we're gonna have fun but i think we're gonna take a little different angle because we're hacks yep we're weird and we're gonna come at it from the side and we're gonna say oh what do you think about when you think about bigfoot and share that with us we'd love that i think we, next week is gonna be a fun episode oh it's gonna be we're, we're gonna record 
We're going up hunting. We are going to go up hunting again. I've been looking at a stag. Up in the mountains. Yep. And we have also um, gone on our investigation launch. We went up to the same area, actually. And we didn't... Big wilderness. We didn't find Bigfoot or anything. But we're going to go back and we're going to try to get a buck. And we're going to look for Bigfoot while we're there again. Mm -hmm. And we might record our next episode, which is... I'd like to hear stories about people's experiences with Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. Before we launch into the science or the cryptozoology, I want to hear just what's happened. Why has this become such a huge yeah. phenomenon? And that's that's kind of the plan. We're going to sit around the campfire. Yep. I'm going to bring my Kindle. I'm going to download some stories that I've heard, and I'll, I'll write them so they're not... Uh, too old-timey or too broken You're gonna up. You're going to read and write. My heart is just like I, in shock. I can't wait to write. Good. <laughs> but I'm going to, you know, make it a nice presentation. Probably okay. not. Don't get your hopes up, people. Well, you know what's really cool? You do that, then I'll play the Mr. Satire. Yeah, you'll be me. I'll be you. And you'll I'll be, be you. Yeah, I like this. Let's switch. <laughs> and, and you can say, hey, guys. Yeah. And then hey I'll guys. say, hey, guys. And then I'll and then you'll a bunch say, of impressions. And this is episode, and I'll be like, 20. One. And then I'll whisper really And soft. then I'll say, we're just hacks. We're just we're just guys. And then and then you'll say something like, but I digress. Uh and then you can say Neil digressed Tyson. The real truth is, will you say nefariousness? Yes. Drink. Yeah. We're gonna get into nefarious. Yeah, you can play our drinking game. Your beverage of choice. It does not have to be alcoholic. Disclaimer, if you do drink, drink responsibly. Maybe make it like Mountain Dew. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to MDA. That's Mountain Dew Anonymous. For those that have abuse problems with Mountain Dew, uh, we have a new member today. His name is KJ52. KJ, introduce yourself. My name is KJ52, and I'm addicted to the Mountain Dew. people a little bit what happened. Oh, what am I going to do? I'm addicted to Mountain Dew. When I drink this one or two, these people say, what's wrong with you, man? So you're like really, yeah, yeah, do like that. Squirrel after. But anyway, yeah, play the drinking game with us. If we say nefarious, if we say but anyway, but anyway, is there anything nefarious. else? If you hear dog bark, if we say picker pecker, picker pecker, yeah. I don't <laughs> if think we we'll mess up petroglyphs, petroglyphs, I think is one yeah. of them. Maybe we can look for petroglyphs while we're up there. They're okay, so here's the thing. <clears throat> and my hunting partner I went up with last week, he will attest to this. People are into this rock art BS. What? Where they like stack rocks. Oh, the rock stacking. Oh my goodness. It's like feng shui. That makes me angry. It's kind of like rock bonsai. We were walking around just kicking over stacks of rocks. Oh, people would stack them and you kick them We were out on these trails and we're like, man, we're we're two and a half miles off a trail. And then you- So what's the deal with that? You're out there to get back to nature. And then what do you stumble upon? Something unnatural. Ding dong. Who Unnatural. put down his freaking go-gurt. Unnatural. To, to go stag rocks. And and to me, it's like you, you have nothing better to do. Sometimes they are pretty you, cool. Though. No, they are not. I've seen some cool ones. You, okay, you <laughs> swim out in the middle of the ocean and stack rocks and make like a cool balancing rock in the ocean. I'll give you some credit. But if you stack rocks on a path that's perfectly flat, I'm going to kick it over and I'm going to yell at you. You're going to say... That stupid stack rock. Your, your rocks suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unlike I our did rocks, not like strange that. rocks did not suck. If, if you, you if listen you, to our episodes of Strange Rocks, they yeah, did yeah, not yeah. suck. We stacked concept, not literal yep. rocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Rock on. <laughs>
If you use a rock as a way to communicate to somebody and not say, Jeff was here, but say something like meaningful or draw a map or give your friend a... If you scratch in your rock uh, camp and then point an arrow up oh. towards where your camp is, I'd be like, dang, that's pretty cool rock art. What if they stacked rocks in the silhouette of the classic Bigfoot stride. And and when at 8.45 every day, the shadow's a Bigfoot. Ooh, see. Yeah, see, that, would, that be, would be legit. That would be something. I don't know that I'd kick yeah. that over. Nope. I'd but leave it there. Or take pictures some before I kick rocks. it. <laughs> On a two-mile path, I'll kick it. Yeah, but they're saying, look at my balance. Look at my symmetry. Yeah. Look at your symmetry. I'm about to symmetry your face. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know, this is a good way to like segue to the end of this <laughs> of this first podcast. We hope you've enjoyed us talking about this stuff. And I hope it triggers something in you where you'll ask the question, why am I enthralled with Bigfoot? And if you're not, then ask the question, why am I not enthralled with Bigfoot? You should be if you aren't. Yeah. And we want to hear from you. I mean, we say this, we're getting more and more listeners all the time. We're over 5,000 downloads now. That's a lot of downloads. It is. And so people are listening to us. I don't know. I, I Part of me wants to apologize if we've wasted their time. <laughs> but part of me is saying, you know, if if you are listening and you have any stories, we love interaction. We would love to hear what your thoughts are on Bigfoot, um, your experiences with Bigfoot, um, how you first come to know about Bigfoot, all that stuff. Please send them to us at mystory@estrangething.com. Yep. Yep. And then while you're there, you might as well just go ahead and like us, share us on your favorite podcasting app. And buy some merch. And yeah, we've got, we've got beer glasses and t-shirts. And yep. you can do that. And you know what? If you send us your stories, send us your information, you know, we'll send you some swag. Mm -hmm. I've got a ton of stickers. I've got stickers on every them. episode we've done. Episode. <laughs> episode. I've got stickers that just have our logo. I've got Bigfoot stickers. I got one on my motorcycle helmet. Yeah, you do. A strange thing. Yeah. yeah. I do too. So I was thinking. I put one on mine too. We should get some like retro reflective ones or some like glow in the dark mm -hmm. ones for our helmets. That would be cool. Be sweet. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Which we cool. want to give to you. And mm -hmm. to get one, all you have to do is send us your thoughts on Bigfoot. Your story on Bigfoot. If you do that. How about this? How about this? How about this? How I will this? send you swag. What? How about uh, you send us a picture of your motorcycle somewhere adventurous doing something strange and we might send you a sticker. If you don't have a motorcycle, send us a picture of your bike. I mean, I mean, if, if you don't have a bike, then be, send us a picture of your be, car. If it's going to be one we're putting on motorcycles. Yeah. Then a should be for motorcycle people. Okay, okay. This one's for motorcycle people. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of somebody in particular who just rides around for fun. Oh, yeah, I know that guy. Well, yeah. He's got like three of Mariana's motorcycle. Yeah, he's legit. He's legit. But the, he's, he's the kind of guy I got in mind. I yeah. like those kind of people. Yeah, shout out to Toddler. 208. Ramrod quacking me up. Yep, that dude. All right. <laughs> But yeah, we would love to send more stickers out for yeah. other motorcycle adventure riders or even non-adventure riders that just have motorcycles. We'd yeah. love to send There's you There's a brotherhood. There is. That's why we got a weird little finger pointy wave. And that's why we're calling this series Big Bros. Big Bros. That's not why. Why no? Why? But there is a brotherhood of giant monkeys. There's a, a giant... Well, there might be monkeys. Monkeyhood. There's a, a brotherhood of giant 
things, hairy things. All righty then. <laughs> that sounds good. <laughs> okay. Well, let's close this out, Austin. Like us. Like us. Favorite us. hearts. Yeah. Thumbs ups. Subscribes. And all keep of the things. Joining us with these next, they're going to get awesome. And tell your friends. Awesome. Tell and your friends. tell your friends to ignore our rambling. No, ignore it. That was a loud bark. Dogs barking. That's another one for the drinking game. Yeah, there you got two drinks. Yeah. Dog bark. Penny bark. Penelope Copperbottom gave you a drink. Who named your dog? You did. That's a good name okay. for a dog. On the good name dog thing. And on that bombshell, it's Let's time for us to go. Yes, you close this out. So, join us next time in the woods for cool. some cold drinks and some strange stories. Sounds good. Taters. Taters. Taters.